Hello, everybody, and welcome to Art Drama Llama, where we look beyond the galleries and dish on the art world's gossip, rivalries, and eccentricities. My name is Vartika. I'm Nyanja. And my name is Manchi. And today we're going to look beyond graffiti artists, or not even artists, but like a little prankster who's been claimed the top pole Avenger, Wanksy. So he's not the same as Banksy. No, he, it's it's a play on on that name though. You'll you'll hear my explanation later on. Okay, okay. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I guess this is our annual Banksy bashing session. <laughs> no, no, no. As I was writing this, I was like, as much as I dislike that man, like we talk about him too much. We're basically fans at this point. <laughs> don't say that ew <laughs> he actually has an exhibit being shown in dallas right now and i was like why mm. well, you guys should go yeah well i was thinking it's like i should go and take pictures and so i can draw like the llamas on it so we can have more social media posts and then i'm like of course the other two who have no issue with him left and left it up to me but no <laughs> man she's in dallas right now right what um, I'm here for the weekend. Get out of my face. Anyway, well, maybe we can do it Saturday. I am not available Saturday. Get out of my face. Sorry. Y'all All right, really so. You're gonna make me go there and burn. <laughs> so, Wayne anyway. C. Yes. Well, to start, hello, everyone, like, as a listener. Welcome back. So it will hopefully be a regular schedule for the episodes again. I don't know. <laughs> Given the difficulty scheduling this one. I mean, to be perfectly transparent with y'all, we did start recording another season for you, but only we're able to record like one or two episodes of it. Regardless, there will be more episodes to come soon enough. See, I'm manifesting this for us. Manifest, manifest. Yes, power of the subconscious man. Now, as to not miss not only another holiday, but one of this podcast's favorite holidays and the continued tradition we have here, I present to you our annual April Fool's series. And to kick off this year's April Fool's episode, you may have heard of him, the one and only anonymous pothole warrior, Wanksy. So fair warning in case this bothers any if you listen, there will be talk of penises. Penis size? Penises? Yeah. Male genitalia. <laughs> Even though they surprisingly appear for a good cause. Whereas Lindsay Robinson from Mashable describes his artist's work. For the first time in history of ever, penis graffiti is being used for a good cause. Also, for those that don't already know, artistry is a play on two things uh, of two things one the name of the and i say this in quotations and annoyance graffiti activist artist banksy and the british slang for masturbate so in short this artist mixes the name of banksy and wank to create wanksy right. does that answer your earlier question manji it does it does <laughs> I had a feeling it would go to this. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm glad uh, you were able to do that math. 
But anyway, you know, part of me was like, do we want to start off not only April Fool's, but like months? Comeback. Yeah, yeah, of our first comeback. Because our first attempt, you know, still in the works. And I was like, no, I have to put, I almost went and made like a, um, like another script for the first episode and I was like I don't know it doesn't have as much bang and also I'm tired <laughs> so I'm just gonna have to stand by my decision so regardless our tale starts in the year 2015 in a town named Ramsbottom located in northwest England uh, where apparently, apparently there were a lot of potholes and after seeing not only one too many potholes cyclist friends being hospitalized due to potholes and cars being damaged one citizen took action. His goal to not only attract attention to the pothole, but also make it memorable. But why a penis? Well, as he puts it, nothing's better than a giant comedy penis. They're also quick to draw, and nothing fills a hole better, truthfully. He, there's so many other things he could have drawn, and there's so many easier things to draw. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, 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 I don't know if there's anything better to draw because the whole purpose is to like get people to clean it up as soon as possible, right? And they're not going to do it unless it's something obscene. That's true. Okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I was going to be like, yes, I'm glad you're all on opposite ends because as we find out, he was a little bit of a polarizing figure. <laughs> That's uh, probably an understatement. Yes. Well, you'll see who he was polarizing to. Um, and as it turns out, he was right. Because in 48 hours, a pothole that hadn't been there for eight months got filled. Not only that, but he created a Facebook page where he would post potholes that he had graffiti over and garner 70K likes on said page. Remember, this is 2015. Many people found humor in his unorthodox way of getting the pothole problem fixed. But like any good artist, Wangsi's pieces created some controversy. Apparently, there are apps and websites where you can report these types of issues. So some of the criticism Wangsi got was why didn't he go and report them there first? His counter argument being that while the area he lives in does have a website for it, the moment you tried to do just that, it would malfunction and crash the website, therefore making it to where you couldn't even report the pothole. He also argued that the only way to try to report it is by phone. And it seems um, counterintuitive, like through a phone app, this is where this like website was. You could only access it through like the phone. That makes sense? Yep. Okay. And it seemed counterintuitive to him since, as he says it, it's, pre it's pretty difficult to do when you're driving on your bike or by car since it will cost you an absolute fortune if you hit one. In the end, it seemed like nothing got done unless a penis was drawn. Which kind of makes me wonder, then what was the process of reporting the penis graffiti? That's true. I mean, here's my counter-argument to his counter-argument about the app. like. You don't have to report it on your phone the moment you see it on the road. Like you can pull off to the side, report it, or you can go home and remember where it was and report it. Like okay. it just because it's on your phone doesn't mean they expect you to do it right then and there. Okay, 
country. Well, I don't know how British life is, but in America, you're always pressed for time. So, do you really have time to stop on the side of the road or like remember the street you saw it in? If it's so important to you, then yes, you will make time for it. And right. it's the same concept as if you had a website, right? Anyway, Banshee, but time is money. If you're off doing these type of things, there's so many other things you could do to like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, this is like more about like bettering society. Most people these days, you know, capitalism and all, it's like bettering yourself or like, what do yeah. I want? Me, me, me. <laughs> but I mean, this is like, if it's a priority to you that you don't want to hit this pothole and save the maintenance on your car, then you'll make it a priority. Like that time investment is worth more than any potential future uh time investment from having to fix your car because you hit the pothole too many times well either way whether you make time or not this website did not fix the issue because it would not work yeah the website was an issue but if the app still worked like it's the same concept no it didn't work like no you, you couldn't go on your desktop computer to do it it had to be through like the phone app like through your phone specifically your phone yeah, but he's saying the website was crashing, but then there's also an app, Thank right? You. There is a website, but the website's an app. can only be accessed through your phone, not your desktop computer. What do you mean the website is an app? That's what, can I, like, that's what the article said. He's so, like, you could only really access it through your phone, not, like, the computer. And then I got, a different reporter went and, like, tried it, and he's like, yeah, it took me, like, 10 to 5 minutes to even do it, and then even done yeah, but I mean, like, regardless if it's only accessible via your phone or your app, or sorry, your phone or your computer, like, even if you were doing it through your computer, you would still have to go home and do it. So there's no difference if you go home and do it on the computer versus well, if you whether you took the time to do it or not. The end result was that it didn't work. So he was still bringing like attention to an issue like, yes, I have an issue and I can't do it due to certain things like logistically. But also at the end of the day, the report isn't being sent because this thing just does not work. So the best way to get it to work was to draw a penis in the pothole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get but, it. But I again, just... but again, it begs the question, then who is reporting the graffiti? Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. I think that you make a very good point. Who is reporting the graffiti? I mean, I, what it probably is, is the city people are driving around and they see it or it gets like filed under another type of report that's not related to potholes right it's like yeah i also will say depending on like where you're at in the world or like in your city like they'll take graffiti a lot more seriously than like others they're like we have to act super fast because this graffiti it can't be making it look horrible and bringing down the property value yeah no that's true yeah all I'm saying is, I, I think what he's doing is fair. I'm just saying that his arguments on the website versus app is not 100% legit. But if he made the argument that, you know, I've submitted like 10 reports and it's been 48 months and nobody's done anything. It was eight months, but I yeah, think like, you drew like a penis in 48 yeah, yeah. hours. Like, Man, she yeah. went from eight months to four years. <laughs> yeah, I was I'm like, whoa. Saying, I'm just saying. I think that argument is fair. I'm just saying that his argument on the website versus the app doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but the other stuff makes sense. So. But I feel you're coming from a, from a logistics standpoint. Like, if this was a priority, you would have sat down and done it. Yeah. But the, but the end point being that whether you sat down and filled out the form or not, 
the for like your complaint never would have gotten sent, cannot be sent because the website at this time in 2015 did not work. Yep. Period. Well, I think what he's saying is the website didn't work, but there's an app that does work. But he's complaining that the app's only on your phone. And she, neither of these things work. <laughs> no, he said that you can report it via your phone, but he Just said because you can report it doesn't mean it's gonna be sent. He's saying this this thing doesn't work. They're giving me these solutions, but the thing is, I need the complaint to be sent, and the solutions they're giving me isn't doing that. Like, man, she's still confused. <laughs> okay. We'll table this one. <laughs> what is this so hard to understand? Your reports aren't being sent in either way. Wait, wait, wait. maybe I just need to read the article. I'm gonna strangle you. Anyway. <laughs> now, while the public seemed to be pretty entertained by this thing out of events, government officials weren't so much. A big argument against Wang Xi's work by councilmen was if Wang Xi had just for one second, consider how families with young children must feel when they are confronted with these obscene symbols as they walk to school. To which he countered with this statement, he told the BBC, uh, as Lauren O'Neill writes in her article, street artist Wanksy spray paints penises around potholes to get them filled. And, and writer Ariane Marshall in the article an interview with Wanksy, penis doodler and pothole avenger. That, his drawings are made with temporary professional road-making paint that washes off within a week or two. And that those who are offended by the drawings must be very prudish. It's not an actual photograph of an anatomical part. It's a drawing. It's artwork. He said, the naked body is a thing artists have painted for years. There are sculptures that don't wear clothes. It's artistic expression. Also, I mean, I didn't write this, but like, uh, have y'all seen that picture of like Roman streets and it's an arrow pointing to, towards brothels and it's like literally a penis arrow? No, I have not seen that. Well, there's that and that, you know, is like in stone or like engraved in stone. So I feel like him using washable paint isn't the end of the world. Yeah, no, I think everything he's doing is fine. Like I get it. And I'm looking at some of these pictures and he's right. Like there's one that kind of just looks more like a snake than a penis, but you know. I mean, there are some that, that I was a little like, I don't know about that in the sense of like, okay, because at one point he drew like a butt oh. <laughs> over the pothole and then a penis beside it, you know, flying. So I was like, mm. I mean, not graphic per se, but yeah. Regardless, he also says it's like something that children draw. They're old enough to know what it is. Oh, sorry. It's like something that children draw. They're old enough to know what it is. They're probably drawing it on the school bus themselves. I've yet to meet someone who's offended by it. They're more offended by hitting the popple, to be honest. They're more offended by the council taking the council tax, which is supposed to use to get the popple fixed and not spending it to fix them. I think that's the worst problem in comedy pieces that get drawn about the place. He, along with the public, was met with other criticisms by council spokesmen. And here, here's what they were saying. Not only is this vandalism, but it's also counterproductive. Every penny that we have to spend cleaning off the graffiti is a penny less that we have to spend actually repairing the potholes. To which writer Amit Changani points out that the paint around the potholes that were filled was removed. So this argument against Wanksy is weak. He also says that they're just kind of upset that he's pointing out like this like flaw in the system 
of how to like report such issues. So really what they're mad about is that they have something to fix and the solution they put in place still has issues versus him really drawing penises of the problem. People are entitled to express their grievances to the council, but offending the public and wasting their council tax is not the way to resolve this situation. We must understand and accept the residents are unhappy with the number of potholes in the borough. And we have a program for scheduled work to fix them. We, all, we have also invested substantially in new machinery, which is enabling us to carry out repairs more rapidly. Painting obscenities around potholes will get them repaired. Wait, painting obscenities around potholes will not get them repaired any quickly, but simply waste valuable time and resources. We argue the perpetrator to stop defacing the roads immediately and ask anyone who sees this sort of criminal damage being carried out to report to the police and the council. Um, so okay. they're, they're, they're saying they have the resources to fix it, but they won't fix it. They're like, oh, this is counter counterproductive or whatever. Well, maybe they should have just fixed it in the first place that he wouldn't have had to do all the graffiti and stuff, you know? And then also, um, what was I going to say? Their like issue is like, this is so obscene and all of this other stuff, but it's like, they, they're focusing on that rather than like a real problem, which is the potholes, which would like seriously hurt people. Um, not to get all political, but well, mm -hmm. actually I'm getting political. It's like the people, it's what it's like what's going on right now like people in congress are focusing on like i don't want to say tiktok ban because it's not really tiktok it's everything they're focusing on that rather than like gun control and there's like kids dying every day <laughs> I'm, with you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the opposing Play devil's advocate as usual I was yeah. going to say, wow, I didn't see you coming. Shocker. I mean, I'm not going to, the the TikTok and gun control, I'm going to stay away from because I, I, you know, don't want to pine on that one too much. Um, but I think the city perspective, like, like I mean, I, I agree. I think it's ridiculous that, you know, you can file a ton of reports and it's not going to get fixed in eight months, right? Like, it seems like something that, the city should be a little more diligent about. Um, but at the same time, I'm sure the city themselves are facing limited resources, right? And if we do take them at face value and believe that they do have a fixed schedule for updating potholes and, and specific neighborhoods and things like that, then you're kind of like forcing the city to essentially serve you ahead of all the other neighborhoods, right? Like, I think, from citizens' perspective, we don't always have the high enough level overview to see what the city is doing. Um, and if I were to take a more positive stance on what government officials do, then it's like, you know, I don't know what other neighborhoods have more potholes, fewer potholes than his, right? Like there's a lot of information we don't know as on the citizen level that only, you know, the city council might know. There might be neighborhoods where there's a ton more potholes and that's where they're focused on and getting fixed and by introducing somebody who's, you know, forcing their hand to fix another neighborhood, they're taking attention away from what they thought was maybe a higher priority city. So um, 
or they're being forced to allocate resources that were spent on fixing other things within the city, right? Or, you know, there was an emergency with something else that they needed um, workers to, to work on. So I'm just saying, we don't always know what's happening in the background, but it is kind of- Yeah, like that makes sense. And honestly, I feel like the city council people or whatever, they should be a little more transparent because I don't know, take an example of like kind of what I do for work um these people come in and they're like oh we're gonna use these other resources and we're like no you're required by law to use our resources or whatever um but they want to use like the other people's resources because it's like cheaper and sometimes faster but we're like well you'll get priority if you use ours and it's ultimately benefiting the uh i'll say company the company as a whole because of like if you use our resources, that means we have a stronger like base or whatever to help you in the future and whatnot. So I don't know. I feel like in the sense of my company, I think we're, we try to be a little more transparent about things like that. At least, at least what I, at least what I do, I don't, don't want to generalize everything. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the but, right response from the city shouldn't have been to be on the defensive and say what you're doing is wrong. I think it should have been more taking the education approach, like you're saying. Yeah. Hey, why we just posted our, you know, schedule, our maintenance schedule, and we would like to keep it so we can allocate resources in the most efficient manner, um, but open this up for all of the people to see for transparency. Um, you know, we would appreciate if you gave us some understanding. Well, we're trying to get issues resolved, but you know, know that we're limited in just the number of people we have, right? Like, I'm sure, I'm sure that the city also has limited number of people working on IT, and you know, not often the brightest minds are going to to work. Yeah, out. I think transparency was the word I was looking for. Just being more clear about. I think you're right. Yeah. But I mean, I can't, I can't also say, you know, that I disapprove of what Langsy is doing because mm -hmm. from his perspective, it's an issue that the city hasn't listened to. So he's taking the most direct approach he can find, right? Like, you know, it often feels like the voices aren't being heard. So, so another thing, so he's Wang, <laughs> he's Wang C. Um, what's not, I mean, yes, he's doing like the city a public service or whatever by getting the like or the people in his neighborhood a service by getting the city to fix those potholes but also it's it could just be about publicity and like well I don't know I feel like I just kind of answered my own question <laughs> yeah because he's keeping his name anonymous right so yeah okay Sahanya so, all right well Wayne can respond with all of this on his website with this. The council are not too happy, but all my work is creative with non-permanent chalk-based line markers. The same type the council uses when doing repairs. The problem is that despite each and every vehicle owner in the land paying road tax, fuel tax, and council tax, that money does not seem to be being spent on our roads or at least not effectively. Potholes are very hard to see. You tend to forget about them until it's too late. But draw a big yellow lily around it. You can't help but notice then. And hopefully avoid it too. Saving the vehicle from damage or the rider from injury. 
Usually the council will either notice it or it actually gets reported and then gets repaired. Now, after some time within that same year, despite the public support and kind of worldwide applause for pulling one over on government officials and making them do their job, Wanksy started to feel like all this attention was starting to work against them. As you mentioned in an interview with an online British newspaper, The Independent, uh, about the potholes, they don't always get filled. In fact, I think the council may be deliberately not filling them in now. And apparently, very council spokesman made a statement about this art won't impact scheduled road work now by saying, we understand and accept that residents are unhappy with the number of potholes in the borough, but we have a program of scheduled work to fix them, he said. Painting obscenities around potholes will not get them repaired any quicker, which I feel was a big fat bluff because Wangsi is still up to his old tricks and posting on his Facebook, which means the potholes are still being filled. Speaking of that Facebook page, since his whole shtick is to be anonymous, he was able to stay that way despite having a Facebook page because the Facebook profile was set up as a community fan page. So technically, anybody could have sent them in and posted at him. So who is Wangsi and why are we talking about him? In short, because Wayne C's identity is still a mystery, and very little is known about him personally. But what we do know, which he shared in interviews, is that he's a university qualified artist that likes to make paintings, dabbles in graphic imaging, and printmaking. And biggest plot twist of all, that he actually he's actually a construction worker. Now, if you Google Wayne C, you run into articles of him from 2015 and the most recent one being of a writer from Philly also pointing out how that city has a pothole problem and claiming he would fly out Wangsi to help get them filled which there was no response from Wangsi himself about this he does mention that the reason he feels he got as popular as he did was because potholes and having to deal with them are a universal problem that a majority of people could relate to well, there were probably less crass ways of dealing with this specific issue, which have been done, like Chicago artist Jim uh, Batcher that makes flower mosaics inside of potholes, or Cincinnati resident Helene Sanford that fills them up with panties instead. I think another reason why this person who is a trained artist in the traditional means worked works in the industry that is supposed to fix its issues, did what he did the way that he did was because much like our friend Alex Schaefer, who would paint Chase Mangs being set on fire, wanted to rawly and humorously express his discontent in his preferred way of expressing himself through a simple and to the point way of art making. And that's it. Wow. Uh, blown away. Processing. I will say there was an actually there was actually a podcast um, from the BBC, I think, that interviewed him. Like they had him on call, and I tried cool. so fucking hard to find it, mm-hmm. and I oh, just couldn't. And I went through like the Wayback Machine. I went through their website and their Spotify and I scrolled all the way down. 
and like hold on i think i wrote it down in my notes basically they the the recordings they have online they only go up to like i think 2020 or 2021 not all the way to 2015 and also that aside it, like in the middle of the show's run they changed hosts so the hosts that hosted now aren't even the original ones that had an interview with him hmm. so i would go like i feel like you know he talked more in depth of like what's going on like his feelings on it and like who he is as a person mm-hmm. but i can't find it so who knows which is why i'm more like well there's not a lot about him and if there is i just don't know where to access it so it's a lost the, art <laughs> yeah literally so in the future if some person some listeners like oh here you go i'm gonna be happy of course but also kind of mad i'm like how the hell did you find it <laughs> but anyway final thoughts i feel like i shared a lot um i think it's i think it probably says something that he was an actual construction worker and thought this was a huge issue because he probably does work with the city a lot and knows how they operate and seems like maybe this was the only way to get them to pay attention so yeah i mean i i'm curious to know if the city takes better care of their um potholes now <laughs> i highly doubt it yeah probably not <laughs> Uh, I also tried like looking at his website because it's linked to the Facebook page, and when you click it, it's like by domain. I'm like, okay, so I guess it doesn't exist anymore. He also has an Instagram. Hmm. Is he so? Is he still active on the Instagram? Um, I think so, but he's still also active on the Facebook. Okay. okay. Well, I think it was really great to learn about Wanksy. So. It's a great start to our new season. Well, everybody have a wankerific day. Watch out for potholes. <laughs> and you know, you should uh, draw one out for Wanksy if you see a pothole. Pour one out. Exactly. Yeah. Manchi, you want to sign us off? Yeah. So if you guys have any stories you would like for us to cover, email us at ourdramalama at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon at ourdramalama. And lastly, thank you for joining with us, and we hope we can continue looking beyond the galleries with y'all next time. Bye, Lamas. Bye. Bye.